When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. We'll be right back. Doug with us for the first segment. Kristen Burt, I believe, is going to be with us, isn't she? Yep. yep. Excellent. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with the family. Oh, that's right. We're doing the Dougies. <laughs> I keep forgetting you're here. Yeah. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. We talked about this earlier and on the morning show today. Uh, we haven't spoken about it for a while, but it's kind of cool. We developed something earlier in the year called Walzer Care. It's absolutely free on almost all of our new vehicles and probably 80% of our used. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. But the reason that it came up is it also includes roadside assistance. So if you run out of gas, your microphone goes off. Um, microphone's on still. Oh, is it still? It's maybe my headphones crapped out. Oh, there. Now I'm back. Whoa, it's loud. You have a brain aneurysm. Uh, probably yeah. that tuner yeah. knob. Does it right. work for that? Probably the tuner <laughs> knob. So backing up. So the roadside assistance, <laughs> if you run out of gas, lock your keys in your car, or have a flat tire on a mountaintop anywhere in the U.S., you are covered. We'll send our mobile SWAT team out to help you. Nice. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Funky one, are you funky one? This is a Steely Dan tune. Are you funky one? No, Answer my that's question. That's not me. Okay, I Steely know. Dan recorded you? probably 85 songs, and only one of them is positive and uplifting, and that's any major do. The rest yeah. of them are all about drug dealers and prostitutes and creepy, weird people. And it's all true. No question about it. Let me know when Kristen's ready to go. She is. Kristen Bird, how are you? I'm great. How was your vacation? Magnificent, except for I have to talk to you about television. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
while we're on vacation, but particularly when we're on the airplane going there and coming back, I try to watch TV shows that I've never watched before. And now I know I never watch them because they suck. But people love them. What shows were you watching? Um, Parks well, and Rec. Parks and Rec. You gave that a whirl. I, I knew um, you'd hate that. Oh, you knew I'd hate it? Absolutely. It's just real, <laughs> it's real kooky. It's a yeah. very kooky yeah, show. Yeah, you don't like it, kooky. Yeah, if you don't like sort of wacky type of writing. And, you know, that's a show that you really just have to, like, get on board right away with that style. Otherwise, you're just completely out. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I didn't hate it. I just thought this, well, this is way too kooky and wacky for me. I don't, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't care for Amy Poehler anyway. She's, she like, she mugs way too much for me. She kind of does the same thing over and over. Yeah, again. kind of same thing over and over again. And then what Fair was the, other, what was the other one I watched? It was the same story. It was just not funny at all. God, I couldn't believe it. I'm watching this like people think this is funny. Uh, there's a lot of that. Yeah, I suppose there's a lot of that. But, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? But coming back on the plane. So I ended up playing uh, Blackjack instead of watching TV. That's what I did. It's probably better for your brain anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. probably. But Keeping I wanna... it active and all that other stuff is better. <laughs> Keep it it. Is. Keeping my brain active. <laughs> no, it right. is. Staying it off is. the Alzheimer's. Sit in front of a screen for so many hours a day. Of, yeah. like, whether it's a yep. phone or a laptop yeah. or a TV. Honestly, like doing games or reading a book are so much better for our brains. Yeah. No, that's Going outside. How about that? <laughs> Going outside is wonderful. Going outside is good Except for, for you. today because it's only 50. 40, well, we've been burning, down. so we're yeah. about to melt. We're in like, I don't know if it's purgatory or hell, but that's what our weekend was. And, oh. and our, you're suffering blackouts, too, so you don't have air conditioning? No, we didn't have any blackouts. I don't know oh. where the blackouts were. We didn't have any. So whatever the media is telling you, I believe they were in Northern California. We didn't uh, have any here uh, in Los okay, Angeles. Okay. Yeah, oh, we were fine. Really? They really? did warn that the grid was um, severely taxed, which I totally understand. Yes. And we don't run our air conditioner a ton here because yeah, my house yeah. is pretty cool, except for a couple hours lock a day. We did run <laughs> it most of the day. It was hot. It was 115. That's, oh, that's 115. Yeah, that's oh, terrible that's for dangerous. LA. And we have developed humidity, so we have mosquitoes this year. They've been biting the left and right. And on top really? of all that, we had fires, so we couldn't even open the doors because mm-hmm. it, the air quality was so bad. I didn't go out all week. I went to Target once. That was it. Yeah. You know what you need to do? You need to get on an airplane and go up to Kalispell, Montana and hang out. Fresh, clean air. No, it was all full of the California wildlife smoke. <laughs> In Montana? Yeah. Last, wildfire, not la- wildlife. Uh, sorry, wildlife, wildlife fire. Smoke. Wildlife, wildlife fire smoke. Yeah, the last, the last uh, two In days Montana. we were there, we yeah, we could definitely see the smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I saw two. I have friends in Utah. Utah's on fire. Washington State is on fire. Oh. Colorado has fires right now. It is. Brutal. It's really scary, honestly. A fire scares me probably the most. It scares me more than an earthquake. I have to be honest. Yeah, I understand that whole situation. It just, yeah, we went out there for a week. The people there are so incredibly nice. It is unbelievable. Go out of their way to help you. It was just, it was a really great vacation. Did you tell the granola story. No, I haven't heard the granola uh, story. We were hiking up the Avalanche Trail in Glacier National Park, and I just made this comment to Tom because we we 
we didn't think that we'd ever be able to find a place to park and actually hike in the in the park because in Glacier Park there's just no place to park and they don't have shuttles running anymore no. because of COVID. So mm-hmm. we we just happened on a on a parking spot and we're like, yeah, let's take this trail. I've heard it's really good and it is. It's a beautiful, beautiful trail. And so we hadn't really prepared. We didn't bring snacks or anything. And <laughs> I just made this remark. I'm like, we should have brought a lunch, Tom. This is. This is pretty much uphill. And this guy who is pushing a handicapped woman up a trail. Yep. Uh-oh. In a wheelchair says, pushing her, yeah. Hears me and says, I've got some string cheese. I've got some... Um, Granola. I've got some this. I've got... I, I'm like, oh, no. I'm, I was just saying, you know, you don't... Thank you. Thank you so much for offering. And so we're walking away. And he says, No. Hey, you guys, I've got a couple of granola bars in my pocket. I just can't carry anymore. You have to take them from me. (laughs) Very sweet, man. How nice is that? I was like, what? There are some really good people in this world. And that's what we have to remember when everything's just going to hell in a handbasket. Absolutely. He was really nice. This young woman, she looked to be probably a teenager, maybe 12, 13 years old, something like that, in the wheelchair. Yeah. Maybe. She was severely handicapped, I think, physically and mentally. Yep. And he just could, he was running up the hills, pushing, like, what are you doing? He, he, this was one that of the nicest That guy's a superhero. People. Oh, he is a superhero, no yep. doubt about it. No I question. I love that. I love to hear that. Indeed. And by the way, for people out there in America right now, the woman he was pushing was black, and he was white. I guess not all white men are horrible, you think? <laughs> was he trying to kill her? Yeah, he was trying to kill her, trying to dump her off I know, and he didn't even poison us. We ate the, we ate the yeah, granola bars we didn't, we didn't happily. Get poisoned. No, I, I just really wish people would get off of that deal. It just... That once again, what, when did we learn that going after any person's skin color is a good idea? Jesus, are we ever going to learn that, ever? You need to learn it on the mountaintop. On the mountaintop. However, maybe white men, because it's been tough for you guys since 2000. Since Harvey Weinstein, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But does it give you empathy towards people who have been marginalized? That Mm. must be the lesson. Nah, I wish they were marginalized more. <laughs> Tom. Tom. just goes, Tom. I'm trying to teach you. I'm trying to get a good lesson out here. Yes. I know. <laughs> no, I, I do understand Empathy's that. Empathy's good. Empathy's good. I don't, but I, I'm telling you, it's not a skin color thing, and I've been talking about this for a long time. It's not a skin color thing. It's a poor people thing. That America has a problem with poor people, and I don't care what your skin color is. If you're poor, they don't like you. Well, and people don't like anyone with less or more money than them. Yeah, that's right. If you have more than I do or less than I do, I don't like you. If you have less, then you're a lesser person. That's but true. if you have more, then I'm jealous and I hate you and yep. I want what you have. Yeah, that's exactly Well, we have the issue right now, too, where the divide between the have and the have not is huge and getting bigger. That is um, it's single-family households, single-parent yeah, single households. That's exactly where the problem lies. Mm-hmm. Well, I just read an article, and I, I, I'll, I'll try and find the, the publication, but they were just talking about right now there are so many people who are getting evicted, and then on the flip side of it, you have so many people who are privileged and buying homes 
moving out of the city because yes. they have the ability to do so. Yep. And yep. it's just you're looking at two different <laughs> worlds right now with yep. the economic crisis. Well, one big thing pushing that is a lot of the people buying the property in the city aren't from America. Yes. There are very right. rich people from other countries buying up all the property here because they can afford to. Of course. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah. I don't know. I just really wish we'd been in a situation. Oh, we got to run this one by. We got a, about a minute in this segment here. So, uh, we learned. Uh, in the last uh, couple hours that, that it's okay, the cancel culture, to ruin someone's life or ruin their career because you don't agree with them politically. But now we found out that you cannot say, ask someone if they're happy because it's discriminatory. Um, wait, what? <laughs> you cannot ask someone if they're well, happy. No. You can't advertise a position for a happy person when you're looking to hire. Yep. In it's, the UK, anyway, say, because it's the UK. Oh, in the UK. It's discriminatory. Can you say friendly? Can you say... No, nope, you can't. Nope. Can you say customer service oriented? Maybe. It might That's be vague enough that. that it might work. But no, you can't... Any personality trait, it's discriminatory against people who have depression or anxiety or whatever. Uh... So, 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 I, 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 I don't know how to even respond to that because, I mean, I understand... So many people suffer from depression, but you can be customer service oriented and still <laughs> yeah. be good at your job and have depression. Like, I right. Don't, I, I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. On the way out here, I got to point out that we had a guy many, many years ago, 20, 25 years ago, whatever, a very wealthy guy in Minnesota out in Wyzetta killed his wife. Remember, he had some mm -hmm. argument that he killed his wife. And when the cops came and arrested him, as they were pulling away, he lowered the window. The, the prisoner lowered the window. The guy who killed his wife lowered the window, looks at the press and goes, Happy! Remember that? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look I thought him. you were going to talk about Erwin Jacobs, because that was a murder-suicide. Oh, yeah. murder yeah. oh, my God. It was just terrible. But, yeah, God, it was Phil. What the, it was, because was it one of the Lunds? Or, or no, I don't, we'll figure it out. We've got to take a break. We'll find out who's it. And he goes, happy. Crazy. Like, Holy yeah, crazy. Crazy. Yeah. crazy. Way more likely. We'll be right back with Kristen Burke. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great <laughs> it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? <laughs> North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We're rocking out like there's no tomorrow. 
I we actually found out that it was Russell Lund Jr. Mm-hmm. You remember the Lund supermarkets, don't you? Lunds and Byerleys, yeah. There's... Kristen. Oh. Oh wait, hold on, I'm here. There you are. Oh yeah, you're here. Okay, here. So yeah, you remember yeah. Lund? You remember Lund Supermarkets? I do. Right? Yes. Well, Lund's and Byerleys now. I think Lund's bought Byerleys when Don Byerly retired. So it's Lund's and Byerleys. Matter of fact, I just came from Lund's and Byerleys. But yeah, it was Russell Lund Jr. that killed his wife, and then I think he took himself deep, didn't he? Andy? Yes, he did. While in a psych hospital. That's what I thought. Yeah. Not good. So what do you? Oh, Twenty-four scary. hour surveillance, and yet he still somehow killed himself. Yeah, how the hell? Oh, pretty you bad surveillance, right? Yeah, that's pretty tough, right there. Dougie Sprinthal had to head out of the meeting, but he'll be on on Thursday with us again. Kristen Burt with us right now. Um, Kristen, Catherine, we were at uh, supermarket Super One, as it's known in Montana. The good old Super One. And Catherine found this movie I'd never even heard of. It's called uh, Trouble with the Curve. Trouble with, Trouble with the Curve, or Trouble with the Curve Ball, or whatever it's called. Trouble with the Curve, maybe. Trouble with the Curve. Yep. Yes. What a damn good movie that was. She, Amy, Amy Adams was in it. She was I great. Think it was it's a good cast. Is it 91? That was old. No, 2012. No, it's 2012. 2012, yeah. Okay, that's old. Yeah. <laughs> Not 91 old. <laughs> 91 old. <laughs> it was 1946. Yeah, two decades away. Other than that. <laughs> you know, when I they were at the Mayflower. <laughs> but yeah, the acting in Amy Adams was terrific in it, as was Justin Timberlake. You know, yeah, I we always... were like, is that Justin Timberlake? Yeah, yeah, it was Justin Timberlake. But Clint Eastwood was terrific in it. Uh, John Goodman was in it. Oh, he right, was he was wonderful in it. Yep, Amy Adams. You know what's Justin unusual Timberlake. too is. Is that uh, Clint doesn't direct the film, so it's unusual to have him right, right in a film anymore. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. it was eight years ago. But well, yeah. No. God, we really liked it. She, Catherine <clears throat> said, "Why don't we watch this?" I'm like, "Okay." I, never I vibed heard of it. on it. It was on one of those little racks. You I'm vibed like, Let's on watch, it. find a movie because our our room didn't have like any movie. No, channels at all. It did not. It's true. So, yeah, I was like, uh, baseball, Clint Eastwood, sounds like something Tom might like. But you liked it, you liked it as much <laughs> it, as it I did. It actually was a really good movie. It was fun to watch. Really good acting. Very, very How do you good guys acting. decide movies? Because you have different tastes, I know that. So, who usually wins? Catherine. Yeah. That is not true at Absolutely all. Absolutely Well, I mean, usually mom picks, and if Tom doesn't veto, then they watch it. Usually it uh, takes... A, I'm not lying, about 45 minutes to scroll through everything Yeah. and to find a movie. It is... I'm the same way. I can never really pick a movie. Pains Melissa not. will tell I'm you. Like, I'm like, just watch anything at this point. Yep. <laughs> I, don't <care. laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care. We'll watch whatever. I just don't want to watch... Yeah, we watch a lot of previews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do watch a lot of previews. I don't know. Most movies are not very good anymore. I am so sick to death of superhero movies, I can't even tell you. Yeah. I don't even go see them, and I'm sick of them. Is that all you got? What did you want to go or? see that's out at the theaters Unhinged. Now? Unhinged. Do you know anything about that, Kristen? Well, yeah, that's been out for a while now. That's the Russell Crowe movie. Yeah, uh, yep. And uh, was never going to be a big blockbuster. It's one of the few new things out there. Really mediocre reviews. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, if you're looking for something fresh at the box office, there you go. Um but it, it did, you know, decent as a drive-in film because it was really the first thing that was out before yeah, yeah. Tenet Mulan. Okay. Now, the Mulan is running into trouble because apparently in the credits they thank some city in China. They thank the uh, 
wing of the CCP that's tasked with keeping the uh, the Uyghurs in line. Oh, yeah. slavery. What? They uh, thank the, the slave drivers. Who did? Disney. 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 In the credits of Mulan. Yep. They thank the, the, the for keeping well, the Uyghurs. It was, it was shot enslaved. in a city called Shanjan, I think. Shanjan. Not like Sean John, but you know, that's, that's something else. Uh, but apparently, that's right next door to like some sort of concentration camp or something. Jesus, unbelievable. Oh, Sean Long. I Sean just sent. Long, I st- I did you did you see that I? Oh wait, Sean Long is a character. I sent I you know. a link to Mua Dua, who you went Dua to Mua. Dua Mua. Mua Dua. <laughs> Mua Dua would be the Asian uh, order of. Okay. Name, I suppose. Uh, his interview. He's in that movie, apparently. Yes. Yeah. He's in he's Mulan. Po. I sent you that link. Uh, he's in Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he went to high school with him. Mm, and middle Alex. school. Middle school. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. ISM. Yep. At ISM. Yeah. So it. Uh, we're in a situation right now where <laughs> where we got Disney thanking the slave drivers of the Uyghurs. The Here Chinese we go. People. Let's see. Do you not hear me talking today, Andy? At I'm going to put more. <laughs> More uh, context on this because we're, you know, it's, okay. it's good to have the facts instead of just going by what we think is going on. Oh, he just took a shot at me there. Did you hear that? Well, I didn't really, you know, I was just kind of going by what I've heard too. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Xinjiang is where it was filmed. Xinjiang, yeah. And Xinjiang is, yes, a place with Uyghur concentration camps in it. Aye. And they're all making Nike uh, sporting equipment. So that's great. And yes, the film expresses thanks to the publicity department of CPC Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomy Region Committee. Oh my God, they actually thanked the Uyghur Autonomy Committee. Yeah. What? Oh, hmm. How is this possible, Chris? Because China has all the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's the thing. Like, the Chinese box office is going to exceed the U.S. box office. Because yep. Yep. they're up and running too, and uh, right now the box office. Even if you look at um, the U.S., yeah, seventy percent of the movie theaters are open, but you still don't have Los Angeles and New York open. Right, it's going to kill, kill U.S. movies this year. Yeah, budgets and everything. So, Kristen, as a Californian originally from Massachusetts. How is it all of a sudden okay for the NBA and now Disney to praise slave drivers? Well, look at 100 years ago. Look what Hollywood God. was doing with the Nazis. The audio, auto industry was big into the Nazis because yeah, they, they had the power, forward, they had the money. Yeah. And that's all that matters to most people. Yeah. In this day, everything, everything is dirty. Like yep. politics is dirty. It's true. Women's dirty. That is true. And it, you have to really... It, so it's sad. something interesting. You have to really look at who you're doing business with these days because yep. people will always research it, and it's easy enough to cancel. You know, cancel culture is so big right now. You better know and understand that everyone is above board when you yep. work on a project. Yeah. It's just the, our big battle right now is slavery and how blacks were treated 150, 170 years ago, and yet we we shake hands and... Pat on the back to slave drivers in China. Yeah, no one cares about slavery. They don't well, they, care. You're they right. They care they about don't. making money and yep. being anti-American slavery is currently a way to do that. But not being anti-Middle East slavery, not being anti-Chinese slavery, African slavery. India. That doesn't matter. Child Child slavery, yeah. Child yeah. trafficking. Yeah. No one cares about that anymore. So 
what are we going to do about this, Kristen? I mean, we can't live both ways where you praise some slavery and hate slavery can't that ended 100 years ago. Can't take advantage of it somewhere else. As long as people let it happen, it'll happen. I don't get it. I don't either. It makes my brain hurt. It makes my brain hurt, too, because it's like you can't pick and choose. You either are an ethical company or you're not. Right. It was what? Slavery ended in America, what, 150 years ago? 18-something. 1864 or something something like like that. I think so, yeah. So, yeah, so you're talking about 155 years ago, and it should have never happened, and I'm not saying we should ignore it. But you can't pr- buy Nike stuff or go, you know, Disney. That Now that pisses me off because we yeah. spend a lot of money on Disney. Learning the truth behind Disney was one of the most disillusioning experiences of my That's recent life. Because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with Disney. You know, they have this image of a nice family-friendly company. And then you learn all this stuff that's going on over in China and... You know, all the it's stuff that they're supporting financially, the decisions they're making, yep. and you're just like... That's you because know. Disney's a giant corporation. Yep. It's giant corporations have no soul anymore. It's true. All they care no, about is I, money. I, it, it's true. And I, any friend who has gone to work for the Disney company, and a lot of people, that's their dream, because they've had magical experiences. Oh, yeah. Kids, yep. And you go and you see, you know, you pull, you see the wizard behind the curtain, and you go, oh. Yep. That yeah. bad, huh? Really that bad. It's tough. It's very tough. Mega corporations are definitely like, you know, I'm not anti-business and I think that big corporations, as in, you know, big defined by 20, 30 years ago, are good for the economy. But what we have right now, it's just too much power held by too few people. You know what's really funny about that? I worked for Disney for about 10 to 15 years. They used to own KQRS. Yeah. Uh, KQRS was one of the biggest money-making radio stations in the country at the time, of course, the highest ratings in the country at the time. And you needed anything, you got it Mm -hmm. immediately. As long as you were making a lot of money for them, there's nobody better to work for than Disney as long as you're making them tons of money. Well, yeah, That's true. We got to take a break. One more segment with Kristen Burt. The Kristen Burt Tuesdays always go by way too fast. We know that. (laughs) We'll be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt with us. So, Kristen, what's the latest? And are you going back to work anytime soon? Well, 
Oh, I've been working through all of it. So I am working from our former guest room, now known as the Zoom room. The Zoom room, okay. <laughs> the Zoom room. And um, we have to have, we honestly, because my husband also works in the industry, we have to have a production schedule on the door so we know when everyone's working in the Zoom room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like walkout time and everything else because it's got, you know, it's got the lights and the camera and everything else. We have the whole setup, the microphone. But um, I, I will most likely be working from home at least through January. I do go into a studio once a week, um, but that particular production is based out of France, and France is up and running, so they have us oh, going yeah. once a week. But other than that, um, everything U.S.-based is, is from home. And in fact, the Emmys are coming up, and the oh, Emmys, God. they are doing a virtual press room. And so... Um, Credentialed press will be allowed to do interviews, kind of like, and I say backstage with air quotes, but we'll be in a in a virtual press room. So it's going to be very different and unique this year. I could see that. My God, do, do we have any idea? I mean, they're talking about a vaccine uh, in the month of October now. Mm-hmm. If that is indeed true, how how long do you think it'll take Hollywood to get back up and running? Hollywood is already slowly getting back up and running. Most of the, and unfortunately, we're going to see mostly unscripted, also known as reality shows, for the yes, first part ish. of the fall season. Ugh. They figured out a way to get that up and running. Dancing with the Stars premieres next Monday. I've been doing coverage for that already. But our, our scripted shows are just going to back to work this week, like Grey's Anatomy and things like that. So it's going to take um, most of September and October for them to shoot and get some episodes in the can before we'll even start seeing those on TV. Mm-hmm. But even CBS, CBS tried so hard to have a fall season and they realized, oh, it's yeah. going to be reality shows and then we'll get scripted. Now, what percentage of shows do you think are going to have at least one clip show in the upcoming season? Oh, God. 100%? <laughs> Probably 100% because that's an easy way or, you know, a flashback episode yep, or exactly. something like that. Yeah. It's, it's true. They're just going to try and make any way for yeah. original programming. Yeah, and I, I will say that Netflix and Hulu are in, a, in better shape because they had more productions and more content already in the can. So they're, they're rolling it out a little bit slower than they probably normally would, but you're going to see streaming have a stronger season than any of the major broadcast networks. No, I read an article yesterday. I can't remember. It was in, in some national publication talking about the shows that were renewed and the shows that were canceled. Did you see that list? Um, I have not. I mean, going back from last spring or... Well, they just... That's when most of the cancellations happen. In the spring, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I was kind of worried the Blue Bloods wasn't coming back because I didn't hear that they were coming back, but they say in that art said in the article yesterday that Blue Bloods is definitely coming back. Um, I didn't A lot know. of shows are... You're going to see them as mid-season replacements. A lot of them we're just not going to see until January and February. Yeah, I could see that being the case. But I didn't really see any any shows that were canceled that I that surprised me. Uh, and they also said that shows that ended, like they said Big Bang was canceled. Well, it wasn't canceled. It came to an end. Serious yeah, finale. Like, I don't know why they would say that. I know, they say canceled. It's like, it wasn't canceled, it ended. Well, people think canceled means, you know, that's just like the word for when a show yeah. isn't on anymore. But that's not quite true. Like Veep. Veep wrapped they up. Did. That series wrapped up. Yes. There's certain shows that wrap up, they're mm-hmm. done. <laughs> right. I mean, Veep was not canceled. It, it, they stopped making it, right? They just, it ended, correct? correct? 
Yeah. Well, see, they right. said that was canceled too, and it was, I don't think that was canceled. No, that's that's kind of an incorrect yeah usage of the word. I can show this canceled is, is you know somewhere in like season one or two, and yes. they're not getting the ratings. Yeah, that's the correct use. Did I tell you that Doc Martin's definitely doing a final season? They are doing one more season. One more season. Yeah. When, when are we going to see it in America? Uh, who knows? Twenty twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. Catherine, I've been watching, Catherine and I've been watching some British uh, dramas. Man, those dramas are good over there. If you can understand a damn word they're saying. Some of them, yeah. yeah there's it's one like, with Rob Lowe. What's it called again? Uh, oh. oh yeah, that's right. I don't think you're going to be able to understand some of the accents. Wild Bill. Yeah, Wild Bill. Can't understand a damn word. I don't think you'll be able to understand them. Well, you know that's just me. But you can try it. It's a good show. You can see. But you know what, Kristen, we've been catching up on a lot of shows. Like, we never watched Bosch, even though I like Titus Welliver a lot. We never watched mm-hmm. it. We're on season two now. Yeah, season two, episode six. Really, really like it. Really like that show. He's mm-hmm. terrific. Yeah, that's, and this is the opportunity to catch up on those shows that maybe you were on your list, haven't had the time. Right. That's what this fall is going to be about, honestly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We're watching a bunch of things. Well, we st- I started watching The Mentalist again. When did that go off? About 15 years ago. <laughs> yes. I started watching that. That Simon Baker was damn good in that show. He's a great actor. He is. I always feel like he's underrated. And I just always think he should have been even bigger than he already is. Does he, is he act at all anymore? I haven't seen him in anything. Uh, I haven't either. I have not either. I wonder if he's just kind of hanging out and... Gallus but Bell he could be on it. something too. There's so much television sometimes that you're like, "Where are they? What are they working?" That's on? true. Well, there are a bunch of shows that that were renewed and canceled. I never even heard of them because they were on some other delivery service or whatever. Well, there's so much. There's so much programming now. You can't keep up with everything. No, you can't. There's too it's many things possible. to watch. That is very, very true. Is there any? Was there anything canceled that you really liked? Me personally, over this past year, I'm just trying to think if anything. No, I feel like I'm waiting for all of my shows, and yeah. all of them got kind of stuck in the in the pandemic. Um, I like Handmaid's Tale. I like Mrs. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel a lot. You and Those Catherine. Kind of, yeah, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That won't be coming back until 2021. Well, uh, a lot of shows, show. but everything. I know, it's so good. In fact, the choreographer, Mandy Moore, not the actress, just won an Emmy for uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, she did? Oh, it's good. One of those, she did, yeah. It's, it's one of those um, categories they announced ahead of time, so she will get it at next week's Creative Arts Emmy. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. It's a great show, but yeah, so I just feel like I'm going to be in limbo for a long time with my personal favorite shows. Yeah, probably. probably. But there's a lot of good things that, to uh, catch up on, too. There are a lot of nice... There are, there are other things, Catherine, that we haven't watched that were... What did we just watch? That uh, There was a British drama we watched the first episode. It was really good. What the oh, hell was God, it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember either. But, yeah, we've been watching a lot of things that... Because, um, like I said, I can't watch reality shows. I can't... I cannot watch superhero. I am so sick of that mm-hmm. idiotic programming. I can't even take it anymore. God, that stuff. I just caught dumb. up on the last dance. I hadn't finished it, so that I finished that this weekend. The Michael Jordan documentary. Oh um, yeah, that. How was that? Yeah, it's really good. And you know, as someone who grew up with Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, yeah, and then yeah. kind of like the tail end of their era was when Michael Jordan joined in. The tail end of Jordan's era was. 
Kobe Bryant, it was really interesting to see how those eras all overlapped and how they interacted. And for me, I could have watched an entire series on the formation of the Dream Team and the dynamics of that Mm -hmm. and why they left Isaiah Thomas off because that is a soap opera all into itself. Yeah, it is amazing what happened with Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved him. And it him. plays back into, it, you know, he's, a, he's such a likable athlete. However, the rivalry between the Detroit Pistons and the Chicago Bulls yep. came into complete play there. And Magic had an issue with Isaiah, and Bird had an issue with Isaiah, and Jordan had an issue with him. So the three of them collectively, because they were the big stars, kept them off the team, essentially. Oh. Yeah, it's too bad, because he was such a, was it, Indiana? I believe he played his college ball at Indiana, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always loved watching and, that guy play basketball. Well, didn't they oh, like? Did they? Yep. Did they not like him because he was a jerk, or were they jealous of somebody new coming up? There were some sportsmanship issues on the Detroit Pistons side. The Detroit Pistons played dirty, and you know they did. They were rough on the court, and you get to kind of see that in the last dance. And um, Isaiah, at one point, um, one year. The Detroit Pistons beat the the Bulls. The Bulls go and congratulate them, you know, even though obviously it was a dirty game. Same thing happened the next year, but the Bulls win this time, and Isaiah and the team walk off the court. And it was, like, such a big deal, even to this day. Yeah. And and they both explain their size, and, you know, they both have a point of view. And you go, okay, okay. But Jordan does have a point in saying, hey, we lost big time the year before, and we still went around and congratulated yep. you yeah. see the video. And you just have to go and shake their hand, say good game, right. and then, you know what, go off and talk behind their back if you need to. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the court, do the show, do the show. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, but Kristen, off the your hour flew by again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell it is with you. <clears throat> I'd just like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.